Hi, I'm Portland Mitchell, and you're listening to The End Zone Club. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Wagwan, 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 me you. Hey, listen, there is no such thing as a good shortcut to a positive place. I've learned that there is, I'm saying that again, I learned that there is no good shortcuts to get to a positive place. If you want to get anything out of this particular portion of your journey, you got to build this success brick by brick. You've got to lay a solid foundation. You got to make sure you're doing the right things as you know, as this dream is envisioned and shaping up. You got to build it with the right stuff you can. You can't build something fast and expect it to last. That's just the reality. And I think because a lot of people aren't willing to put in the right amount of work, they're settling either for mediocrity or making some decisions that'll catch up with them down the road. I was thinking the other day about how we got to where we are. Now, I want to preface this by saying I am not rich by any sense of the word. But if you consider from where I've come, we're actually doing fairly well for ourselves. And I'm not just talking about financially. I'm talking about in terms of well-being. I'm talking about in terms of living conditions. I'm talking about in terms of setup, like the way I think about things. There has been so much growth in my life. But before we got to where we are now, where I don't like taking pictures of my house, I don't like taking pictures of what I drive, I don't like taking pictures of what I'm eating when I'm going out, because sometimes when people think that you're in a certain status, they tend to, for whatever reason, it becomes either competitive or it becomes where uh, if you've got a car somebody else has always wanted, then competition starts, and you know, all the, all, it becomes weird. And I've got a guy, a close friend of mine, who uh, actually won an Olympic medal, and he teaches tennis. He has a Mercedes under his garage, but he drives an old Fred Sanford beat-up truck when he goes out to teach his customers because he has found out that every time he drives a car that is very nice, he loses. Yeah, he loses students. So... Man, before we got to this point, I remember around the time Hurricane Katrina hit, I hit rock bottom. Financially, I didn't have a job. I was probably, you know, I've always got his blessing from the time I was 18 to be, you know, to work with my hands, doing carpentry work and different things. So I was hustling, you know, through college to make whatever money I made, but it was the right way. But what I'm saying is I remember being so broke one night that I went into the church that I, you know, of course, was a musician at the time, didn't get paid, but I played because that's where my heart was at. But anyway, went in church and wanted to put money in the offering, but I had no money. And out in the parking lot, I found two dimes. And I was like, well, God, I thank you. This is all I have. This is what I'm going to give. Some of y'all can relate. Some of you guys would like to be able to do more financially for other people in situations and scenarios, but financially, you just don't have it. Listen, I know what that's like. That's one of the most depressing things to experience, to have a good heart, but to have no means of being able to do better, right? It's nothing like going out to eat with other church folks, and I 
having any money. It's nothing like everybody else is doing vacation, but you can't vacation or whatever. Or everybody else is posting pictures of all the good things they're eating and all you got is a baloney sandwich. Wow. But where I was at at that point was I began to make a faith confession. I remember I put that 10, 20 cents in that offering bucket and I felt some kind of way. I hope actually nobody heard those coins hitting the bottom of the bucket. And I remember that night I went home distraught. I'm like, God, this is this is not the way you intended. I mean, I'm fresh out of high school into college. You know, I actually was making winning a lot of awards pretty early from the time I started college. So it wasn't like I wasn't capable of doing more. I was recognized, but I had nothing to show for it. Well, I remember that next day I decided to start my time off in prayer. I'm like, man, I got to do something. I remember as I was praying, God gave me a simple faith confession. And he says, one day it will be great being me. And that today is starts now. So every day I begin to quote that. And the gist of what I want to talk about now is as I was making this part of my daily routine, as I'm making this faith confession, as I'm actively looking for opportunities, I'm knocking on doors and people are giving me a chance to hang doors, do trim work, you know, install some flooring, do these things. I was grateful and thankful, but it felt like I was nickel and diamond all along. It was like all the money I was making. I was having to put it back into running a business. So one particular night, I'm like, God, I'm going to ratchet up. I've been praying, but I'm going to try to fast a little bit. So I went into a time of fasting, at least once a week I'm doing, and I'm just fasting till 12. Or some days I felt really good. I would do a, a one-day fast. Or some days coming off a one-day fast, I felt like, man, I felt a little more powered up. So I would go into a three-day fast, but it just was more or less built or built upon whatever the situation called for. So in that three-day fast, I had a dream, and it might have been might have been the third night of the fast I had this dream and I was in this gigantic lake and the lake was like Lake Michigan I I love the fish and I'm in this big boat we're out in the middle of this this lake and I'm fishing and I noticed we've been out here all day it's a beautiful day too but I haven't caught anything and as we're fishing you know we begin to move around different parts of the lake hoping to get better luck and as we come to one spot, there was another boat coming by. And somehow that boat kind of hit our boat. And I fell off the side of the boat in the middle of the lake. Now, look, look at me. I don't swim. I can, you know, float. I can swim, doggy paddle, whatever. But you're talking about that kind of jumping down like Michael Phelps. That ain't me, Doc. I don't have it. So what I do have is... I knew that, hey, listen, I can't swim, and I'm falling in the middle of this gigantic lake. And, you know, dramatic fashion, I I, I splash around and everything, and God says, stand up. So I stood up in the middle of the lake, and I realized the water was not even waist high. And in that instant moment, it dawned on me that the reason I wasn't catching what I wanted was because... Yes, this lake was huge and it looked beautiful, but the water was not deep enough. Every fisherman knows that the bigger the water, the bigger the fish. So I'm having this analogy in the dream, like now I'm having this, you know, Dr. Phil moment. It's back and forth and it's all dawning on me. And I remember telling God in that dream, I've got to find deeper water. So 
so from there, I was like, God, I knew then that now he had given me a sense of direction. Like the reason things aren't working out for you here is because this is not where I've designed for your fish to be. So after the praying, after the times of fasting, God opened up doors for me to move to Birmingham, Alabama. And I tell you, like I said, I went in the first year, I made maybe $3,000 moving into Birmingham from my business. That's about what I profited, but I was in college. So I'm, you know, I'm doing what I have to do, but moving into Birmingham, God really elevated that path where the first year I went in, I made 31,000. You know, if you're in your early twenties, no kids, no responsibilities, really no major bills, $31,000 is all right. I started seeing elevation in every area of my life every year, became a youth pastor. Money was starting to look better. But it wasn't just now for me about the money. I was beginning to invest more and more of my time in the community. If I found myself stuck in a situation where I wasn't happy with where I was at or, you know, how life seemed to be going for me, I had to make corresponding moves. Now, I could have took shortcuts and did things the easy way, but ultimately that would have caught up with me. Or I could have built this house brick by brick. And by doing that, by making myself available to fulfilling areas of destiny and, you know, for my journey that God had set up. Now I'm in a position with my wife and I, my family, we are doing better for ourselves than we, that I have traditionally ever experienced for my own self. Started seeing, you know, it took, it took a time to get here. Maybe one day we'll share part of our journey about where we went through. It's, it's a profound story, but ultimately we're here where I thank God every day I wake up that I'm not having to worry about hiding my car. You know what I'm saying? I'm not having to wake up every morning wondering like, you know, what do we have left over in the refrigerator to eat? I'm not worried about needing to pay a bill and not being able to pay. This is not a bragging state that's just telling you that good things come to those who wait. You're going to get impatient a lot of times when you, <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen for me. I've asked that question to my, I've asked myself or asked God that question so many times. Will good things ever happen for me? Man, I could go on and on about this topic. But the gist of what I really wanted to relate to you guys is it may not look good right now, but if you were willing to build this house right, take a moment, but you will start to reap the benefits of your success. Apply this to your business. Apply this to your, your creative ideas. Apply this to your school career. Apply this to life because it works that nothing worth having can be built fast. I promise you, pay attention to every social media sensation that's had its 15 seconds of fame. How long does it last? Until next time. Wamne.